politics. Uh, this is uh, President Jimmy Carter. The only podcast I listen to is is Mouse and Wings. Uh-huh. Here we are. It's us. Mouse and Weens. We're just going to talk at the exact same time. I'm Mouse. I'm Joelle. I'm the mom one down in San Diego. I'm Weens. I'm up in LA and the world's largest petri dish. <laughs> it's hoping true. not to touch anybody or have anyone touch me. Oh, we're so quarantined. We Much are Much like my dating life. <laughs> <laughs> we are so locked down. It's crazy, but I'm glad that we're here to record because today is a special episode. Guess what? What? It's our 100th episode. Woohoo! What the heck, I Joe? Know. That's amazing. A hundred episodes. Isn't that's that many hours. Wild. I know. This is the first episode of our fourth season. And uh, is that right? Yeah, something like that. And it's a yeah. hundred episodes. So we've been doing this for three years and it's so much fun. And we thought of some fun stuff today that we wanted to do with you guys that has to do with the number 100. Can you think yeah. of any other important things that have to do with the number 100, Weens? Uh, Smuckers, Dan. <laughs> Do you remember what's his name? Dan Witherby with the space in his tooth. <laughs> Dan Witherby. No, Weatherby? what is it? Wilford Brimley. No, what is it? Wilford Brimley, the <laughs> the old uh, uh, oatmeal guy. Yeah, <laughs> no, who no. recently passed? Wilfred. Wilfred. God, yeah, Will. Today show. Smuckers, I'm looking it up. Oh, so sad. Right out of the gate, we have to fact check. I'm sorry. No, let's not do it. Let's just say that the guy with the space in his teeth, Dan Weatherby. Willard Scott. No. Willard Scott. That's <laughs> and I'd like to say that my phone is so smart. I typed in Snuckers and it still looked oh. up Smuckers. <laughs> wow. That's super great. Yes. Anyway, so 100. <laughs> I think of that. What do you think of? Old dried up raisins. I know. I think of um, old dried up people that are wonderful people. No, I'm kidding. That um, we have some leftover uh, fighters from World War II. I think that is amazing that these folks, uh, Uncle Bernie is 102 years old. And he fought in World War II. Which is pretty crazy. How's he doing, Bernie? That is He's your... good. Dave's uncle. And they're good. They're um, still rolling along, but they're locked down That's too. Great. Everybody's locked down. Everybody's locked down, especially in Congress right now. I guess there's like a storming that the castle is happening. Oh, life is crazy. But I'm glad that we're here. <laughs> yeah, you know, at some point in time, you just got to cheer people up with a little song. Ready? Yes. I don't really have anything ready to go. (laughs) But hey, everyone could be happy. Use your mouth. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) We're here to make people smile, we hope. Okay, but back to our fun 100. I also read that when a TV show hits 100 episodes, it goes into syndication. Syndication. Yeah, becomes reruns and jazz like that. So maybe Mm -hmm. we'll get picked up and be in reruns soon by somebody. I know, because I keep saying uh, national television. We don't want to put this out on national television. I always say that by accident <laughs> instead of on the airwaves of the podcast. I know. this is Which your... aren't even airwaves. They're stream waves, right? I, what are they? I don't know. We're out there somewhere floating around yeah. like Mike TV. But yeah. you are in the industry. Let's start our top 10 list with your favorite well, they're not really yours. Well, we have that too. But no, I, you had the movies. You... My sister loves celebrities. <laughs> mine, mine are coming. Mine are coming. Um, you are the movie chick. And so we wanted to list the top 10 movies of all time. But then you picked your Roger favorite Ebert. buddy, Roger Ebert. Yeah, Ebs. I love Roger Ebert. Why? I trust his reviews. He's just a good reviewer. I think he cares about art and... He's smart. You know, nobody's going to all the time pick the movies that you love. Yeah. But he's overall, I trust his list usually. Sometimes he'll have really obscure ones, but 
most of the time they're worth watching. Yeah. So here are a few of his top ten. Okay. Greatest movies of all times. Let's hear it. And do you agree with these? Because you you can see the whole list. Do you agree? I mean, I don't agree with anyone. Oh, okay. All the time. All right. But, I mean, I agree with there's, I would choose my own list. Ooh. Yeah. Right. I think there, he's, please don't make me talk anymore. Oh. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> All right, well, let's, we'll follow up on social media with your top 10 list. You'll have to come up with your own. But for now, let's okay. just read his because these are pretty cool. I didn't know some of these, but go ahead. Okay, start us off. Okay, Roger Ebert, top 10 movies. Number one. Let's go from 10 up. I like that better because oh. then you get to the big, because okay. it has. The build up. Okay, number 10, 2001 Space Odyssey. Mm. 1968, directed by, do you know this one, Joe? Stanley Kubrick. Hey! Is that how you say it? Kubrick? Kubrick, yeah. Yeah. Um, No, I haven't seen it. Is it a good one? And can I watch it with my kids? I'm big on family movies right now. I need to find things to watch with the kids. I, yeah. Uh, Yeah? Yeah. I think they might get a little, it's kind of quiet and, no, I would show them. They're kids enough. Um, Nice. I wonder why it's so great big adventure you know it's got a lot of uh space travel it's got hal the famous robot you'll hear that reference uh, a lot yeah. the first like smart uh, robot i don't know if it's the first one we also had uh what is that show my first robot <laughs> lord help my brain okay here we go all right remember the guy who wore the antenna things and he had a whole show and he looked like don knotts who am i thinking of mark my and mindy robot no. no. <laughs> Mr. Belvedere? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, top 10 list. Here we go. <laughs> or the that girl. One? Was it the robot girl that wore like punky Brewster clothes? Remember her? That was our era, and that yeah. was called um, If You Like to Swing on a Star, <laughs> Carry Moonbeams Home in a Jar. <laughs> She's singing at the tempo. It really was, too. Da, da, da. Yeah. Okay. Um, number nine, 28 up. Mm. This is 1984, directed Michael Apted, Bruce Balden. I'm reading this because I wouldn't have known. This is the series where they did uh, several series of kids. I think starting at seven years old, they did a documentary on these five kids. And then they did it again at, you know, 14 years old. They came back and recorded them and found out how their lives were. And then 28 up. And then 45 up. And then they did it all the way until like they were 65 or 70 and half had died. And you're seeing in these documentaries just sort of where people's lives went. That's That's kind of cool. I like that concept. Um, The way I typed it on here for you to read, Weens, is that's the director. And then the the star is right next to him. Bruce Baldwin was the main dude in it, I guess. Oh. Just so you know, that's what that means. Well, I hope I'm getting this right because there probably weren't any stars. They were just people. But Yeah, I don't know. It was just the first name listed on IMDb. Oh, there we go. The Third Man is number eight. Third Man, 1949, directed by Orson Welles. Mm. Starring Joseph Cotton in Alida Valley. So do now, you know this that one... one um, I've watched it. It's very noir-y, and I think Jack White did his third man records, mm. his record label off of this. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's cool. Nice. There you go. Watch it, folks. All right. Number seven. Mm-hmm. Raging Bull. Raging Bull. That one I have seen. Scorsese. Mm-hmm. Starring De Niro and Friends. Yes. Good. Number six. Notorious mm. by uh, Hitchcock, yeah. starring Cary Grant, Ingrid Bergman. 1946, another old black and white one. But this one's yes. great too, huh? Yep. Okay, it's, uh, okay number five. I'm not going to comment because we have so many lists. Number yes. five, the Dolce Vita, director Fellini, 1960. Mm. You know, if you know Fellini films, they are weird and wacky. I think David Lynch is a close American version. Oh, really? Sort of. Yeah, I mean, in that world of kind of wacky, but, you hmm. know, Fellini's this amazing Italian dude. Uh, everything's very bizarre, but this is known to be a favorite. See, Fellini sounds like a dessert to me. I, I would like to order that <laughs> after dinner. You want a Bellini. Oh, that's okay. it. Okay. Yes. Okay, four, Gates of Heaven, 1978, director Errol Morris. Lovely documentary about 
pets dying. Oh, you told me about this too. Yes, I think it was like Werner Herzog and he were at a bar and he made a bet that if that you can't make a documentary on this, like this terrible, weird subject. And he did. And it turned out to be this big hit. Some backstory like that. That's cool. Ready? Mm -hmm. Next. Floating Weeds, 1959 director Yasujiro Uzo. And I'm saying that wrong. And I've never seen it. (laughs) This is a Japanese director. Yasujiro Ozu. Floating Weeds from 1959. I say things I don't know how to pronounce (laughs) with a lot of enthusiasm in different voices. It makes it exciting. It's good. Ciao, ciao. Okay, two, Citizen Kane, 1941, director Orson Welles. Number one, Casablanca, 1942, Hmm. directed by Michael Curtis. Have you seen Casablanca? I have not. Isn't that awful? In fact, my father-in-law bought me the DVD like five years ago. He's like, you have to see this. And I still haven't seen it. I'm I'm a horrible human being. The only one on this whole list I've seen is Raging Bull. So I have a lot of watching to do. So thank you you for this list. This is great. Sure. I mean, it's one person's opinion, but I like Yeebs, so... Yeah, so we'll look for there your you list, too. Will you put one together of your top ten, and we yeah. can post it? I will tell right. you a couple. Amadeus, yes. Adaptation, yes. Amelie. Yes. Those are my A's. So many A's. That's just the A's, guys. <laughs> that's all. That's wow. just the A's. Maybe you should but do a top ten A list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, about a boy? Like <laughs> Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant. And they have a mm-hmm. fuzzy jumper, my mom. Oh, a jumper. Yes. Oh. All right, Joe, next. All right. You go for your hot right. list. Jo- this is my sister's idea, by the way. She loves hot lists. You're <laughs> That's a, me. a list person. I'm the original and listicle person. No. I asked you that. I said, if you were to deduce your personality down to like what gives you joy mm. or how would you describe yourself in your brain? And you said, I am a list checker offer yes i am i do love yeah. tasks and boxes and checks and lists yeah and the letter s she's an aries and she likes s's yes. okay all right i wanted to do this one i thought of this myself i'm very proud of myself top 10 famous eyebrows <laughs> <laughs> she so it. i'm fascinated by hair she's that grows fascinated. out of bodies all right oh i know when you're gonna put probably okay Number one, I'm going to go from one to ten because that was the way I built it up. All right. Number one, Frida Kahlo, Mm. right? The famous artist with the famous unibrow. Mm -hmm. I love her art and I love that she rocked it. And did you know she got impaled by a rod and had to paint on her back? Like was in a brace or something for most of her life? Something crazy like that. Yeah. Like in a bus crash. I'm going to fact check that later, but... Yeah, I think that's There's a right. whole movie about it you could also watch. Oh, true. Yes. Okay, number two, Brooke Shields, my girl from the 80s. I remember having bushy eyebrows and feeling empowered Pirates. by her. We love her. Blue Lagoon and Pirates. Oh, right. Pirates. Wait, Pirates? Yeah, sexy. Okay. All right. Uh, number we'll three. Buckland Brooke. <laughs> Sorry, Jack girl. Nicholson. Jack came up in our last episode, too, as you were talking about The Departed. But here he is with his high arching eyebrows. Johnny is back. What was his? Here's Johnny. Oh, yeah. Do you yeah, agree sure. with that? Uh-huh. He's very caricature Okay. Groucho Marx is number four. Oh, Groucho. Obvious my favorite. Yep. If I had an elephant in my pajamas. <laughs> Say the got joke. There, I never... oh. oh, yeah. I have an elephant in my pajamas. No. How he got there, I'll never know. that's not how it goes does it i ruin jokes all the time how does it go (laughs) one day i shot an elephant in my pajamas how he got in there (laughs) you're kidding i've been thinking of it the wrong way for all these years well think about it if an elephant is in your pajamas that's not a joke that doesn't have that's what i thought it was just a terrible joke for all these years (laughs) and i probably said that a million times because blake and i have a whole gag about it how did (laughs) I not get corrected on that. I think we both think it's that. <laughs> he shot just an thought- elephant. <laughs> it wasn't in. <laughs> thought- oh, my God. All right. I thought it just got in there, and I was like, I don't know. Maybe this is some esoteric 1930s <laughs> joke. I don't know. Ay, ay, ay. Okay. Um, all right. On to number five, Mr. Spock, the ultimate pointy oh. eyebrow. But his, I was thinking about this, his kind of fade out, too. 
like ours. We were just talking about this yesterday. That we both have oh, yeah. fader outer eyebrows. So we need Why to... don't you talk about what we were doing yesterday? Yes. Fast, we right? have an upcoming project with Cretans Guild, another podcast with the Podfix Network. In fact, let's pop in a promo here, Skipper real quick. Bob! Hey, Mouse and Weens, this is Skipper Bob. You can find myself, Jay, and Corey, degenerates with social issues, but also friends of nearly 30 years on the Cretans Guild podcast, where we talk anything nerd culture, pop culture, tiki drinks, pro wrestling, but it usually just breaks down into gutter talk. We might be Cretans, but we're the best buds you can ask for. The Cretans Guild podcast, proud member of the Podfix Network. So, Skipper Bob! (laughs) Cretans Guild... They are going to do a big um, wrestling tournament with uh, some sort of video game. I don't know all this stuff, but we got to design our own avatars and we we're going to wrestle each other and all the women yeah. in the podcast land. So tune in. It's so cool. It's such a good idea. And and Bob, I like to call Skipper Bob. I don't know if he refers to himself as the Skipper mm. Bob yeah. or just Bob. Bob. But he created the program and what a nice guy. And I don't it was know so if much he fun created it as much as bought it. But um, put it together. Yeah, he, I keep saying create. I like to give him credit for for all of. You're like mom. Work. He designed. He invented Xbox. It's great. He invented. Ju- Julianne is a producer of the <laughs> hit show on ABC. Mom, <laughs> I park toilets. No, she's producer. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll go with that. That's fine with me. We love anyway. our mom. All right. Um. On- that was awkward okay number six (laughs) sorry what was awkward me segueing back to eyebrows um okay i had nothing number six your favorite gif tom Selleck. oh tom Selleck. oh with his tom Selleck and pi magnum where he holds the (laughs) naked bottom of a bikinied lady and he goes with his eyebrows (laughs) when he's got a snorkel hey if it weren't uh tom Selleck. (sighs) In a snorkel, you'd call it a dorkle. <laughs> what are you talking about? You were obsessed with him. You loved his hairy chest, his hairy ways. You loved the show opening, and our family called it P.I. Magnum for no apparent reason. Why? Did someone get it messed up one time? Did you I mess think it up? someone got then? it messed up. Yes, yeah. probably. <laughs> so it wasn't Next. Magnum P.I., it was P.I. Magnum. Okay. Next, the ultimate in skinny penciled in eyebrows, Pamela Anderson. Oh. Yeah. I didn't think about it until I was looking I at didn't either. eyebrows. And she has kept those little skinny pencils this whole time. And I remember going them? through. Yeah, I think so. I remember going through a skinny pencil phase with you. You were my official eyebrow plucker and talked me into getting rid of my Brooke Shields and going more Pam. Did you like it? Well, no, they never grew back quite right after that. <laughs> it was such a 90s phase. Oh, no. Sorry. So Do you wish okay. you were bushy now? Well, yeah, but they grow back all spackly. I'm like a weird old man Aww. beard. It just comes back in patches. That's okay. Don't get mad at me. You asked me to do it. I, I just, did. It was I did. Style. I know. It was the style. All right. Okay. Uh, number eight. This one's a hot one. This is the Levies. Eugene Levy and Daniel Levy. Oh, from yeah. Schitt's Creek currently, but from yep. a million things before that. So good. Those eyebrows, man. So distinctive. Mm. And their humor just pulls them off. Do you think anyone else could do that? Got your marks. Oh, that's true. All right. Well, okay. If I shot her, how? <laughs> Don't. You'll get it by I'm the end of this try. episode. We'll have you do it. All right. I did this today. Here was my thing I did today while I was hiking with my two friends. I stopped the entire. Oh, no. Do you want me to tell this later? No, go for it. Stop the I'm, entire I'm episode to tell this joke. It better be okay. good. Well, it was, someone told me this. They were at the concert, so they heard it firsthand. They were at a U2 concert. Mm-hmm. I My whole point is I butchered this joke, but now I remember it. It's not a joke. It's a real thing that happened. <laughs> but I stopped them, and I said it all wrong, and I was like, oh, forget that I gave the punchline without that setup. <laughs> but it's a real thing that really happened. A guy was at the U2 concert, and Bono walks out. And instead of saying anything, everyone's like, yeah. And then finally, when everybody was dead silent, a whole stadium, he starts snapping. Snap. Snap. Bono did? Snap. Yes. Okay. And then everyone's dead silent. And he goes, every time I snap my fingers, a child in Africa dies. Oh, God. And one guy yells, 
Well, then stop snapping your fucking fingers. <laughs> <laughs> and that was a true story from a YouTube concert. Oh, my okay. God. Okay. You did it. Good job. Yay, thank you. Okay, That's sorry. Number five. All right. Uh, number five. We're at number nine, and it Great. is... Nine. Our favorite Muppet, Bert. <gasps> Bert. 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 The ultimate unibrow. Forget Frida Kahlo. Oh, my Kahlo. God. We have an Ernie Bert song, actually, that we created. We do? Yeah, I did a song that was... Bert, one's got a long face, one's got a fat face. Oh, can we find that? Joelle, because I said I was a little Ernie, you were a little Bert. One's got a big head, one's got a skinny head. Where is that song? Is it one of our- We're going to insert it right now. Okay. Thank you. Bert and Ernie. Thanks for listening. Ernie and Bert. Thank you okay, very much. Go All right. Number 10, the big final conclusion, Andy Rooney, your favorite <laughs> guy in the world. <laughs> Andy Rooney from 60 Minutes, the old turtle that sits. I'm sorry. He's a really nice man, but he's kind of like, he sits there and he's kind of angry at everything and he's got crazy professors yeah. you call them the professors yeah any eyebrows that stick way out are called professors in our family which is also like uh what's the <gasps> latest um the unsung hero that terrible show with nicole kidman and Hugh the Grant. undoing yeah yeah and the eyebrows on good old donald sutherland donald and you sutherland thank you for with helping those. With that. yeah mm-hmm. oh they would catch the light it was like a whole like shadow over his eyes. It's yeah. great. Can I talk about you though? Okay. You know, normal people like me very <laughs> normally would just be like, yeah, whatever. And then you will just, you probably didn't hear any of the dialogue. No. You probably didn't pay attention to I the whole so film. I was so focused on those eyebrows. On I couldn't eyebrows. believe it. That hair and makeup didn't get in there and do a little trim or anything. How many times did you talk about his eyebrows? A lot. I even looked up to see if there was a Twitter handle Uh that I could take over called Donald Sutherland's Eyebrows. I knew you would do something like that. (laughs) It's crazy how much. it's kind of mean. I didn't want to be mean, so I dropped it. But yeah, he's he's got some good ones. They're aspiring eyebrows. Any old man should hope that their their hair on their face is as active as Donald Sutherland's. So it's a compliment. Well, you know what? He actually does have a separate agent for his eyebrows. <laughs> I knew it. Sometimes he books them out See? privately. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Now I want you to do your uh, top oh. 10 dad jokes. You made me do this, by the way. I just want to say this is, I was like, what is this? Okay. I love these. I'm going to get up close to my mic. I'm sorry. I'm a um, simpleton. I'm a basic person and I no love, it's not being basic but yeah. I love animals and costumes and I love dad jokes it just yeah does but it I did I do too I just didn't know where to find right. okay so these are per, from parade magazine Ooh. Mm. okay this doesn't even make sense to me okay you don't have to do all 10 if they're too many or long just okay what's brown and sticky what a stick <laughs> <laughs> That's funny to you? Okay. Oh, good God. Okay. <laughs> See, I two, love these. You love them. Oh, okay. Two guys walked into a bar. The third guy ducked. Okay. Uh, I don't moving get on it. here. Oh, oh they, Joe! It was a bar. They bumped into it. I get it. At the bar. 
That was like my uh, hindsight's 2020. Oh, you could not get that joke. That was the funniest thing. I posted a meme that said, in about 48 hours, we can all say hindsight's 2020. Yeah, it was weird because I thought it was a joke inside a joke where it was... You, it is. I'm like, is that a double entendre of something else? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't a joke. It's just a saying. I, I was trying it. to go too deep and I didn't... <laughs> Get the (laughs) up level. Okay. How do you get a country girl's attention? How? A tractor? (laughs) Wait, where's the joke in this? In the word attractor to you. You attract her. Oh, (laughs) tractor. Now I'm going to. Okay, pull it back. Where are elevator jokes? Why? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Why are elevator jokes so classic and good? Why? They work on many levels. <laughs> but um, uh-huh. What do you call a pudgy psychic? What? A fortune teller. Fortune. Fortunes. <laughs> She's got fortunes. <laughs> I get it. Okay, these are also you... kid jokes. We can also use these on the children's. That's okay. nice. The kids will love it. Yeah. What did the police officer say to his belly button? What? You're under a vest. <laughs> That's so dumb. <laughs> but it's great and I love it. Oh, oh me too. Me okay. too. Was that 10? Um, no, good. I'll Keep do another going. one. Right. What do you call it when a group of apes start a company? What? Monkey business. Say it again. Anyway. A group uh, of apes. That's what we end on? <laughs> Wait, I don't get it. I feel personally responsible for these. Things. Okay, monkey business. What do you do? <laughs> I'm going to let you, when you listen to this again, you'll finally figure it out. My (laughs) wife asked me to stop singing Wonderwall to her. I said, maybe. Oh, (laughs) I said, maybe. (laughs) Oh. That's funny. I don't even know. I like that. Can I tell you when I heard this was on Tamara till the break of dawn? She did an Instagram story. It was, how do cats like their meat cooked? How? Rare. <laughs> so so stupid. So okay, can dumb. I tell another one from the same yeah. IG story? Okay. Um, what is the best time? Hammer. No. 6.30, hands down. Oh, boy. <laughs> You're getting a real laugh out of this. I am. Oh, boy. It's so dumb. I know. I'm sorry. Okay. Good. What do you call uh, a bull masturbating? <laughs> Beef stroke it off. <laughs> That's my one from. <laughs> See, oh, she likes the ranch, folks. I remembered that from. That was the only thing I remembered from all of my years was oh, that one joke. So smart, highbrow. I like it. Good job, Weens. Thank you. Thanks. I will replay Thanks. this and use it. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Next, we have. Top 10 mouse and weens. Should we play the stinger? Sure. Celebrity stories that go nowhere. Celebrity stories that go nowhere. Okay. Let's hear them. All right. So number one on the list. These are the ones I requested. There's a lot more, but Fred Armisen. Will you please tell the Fred Armisen story? Oh, my God. Okay. My sister loves these stories that really do. do go nowhere. There is no great point to any of them. <laughs> but they're great. <laughs> I was working on the show Last Man on Earth. We were shooting at a place called the uh, Mira Loma Prison in Lancaster. Mm. It was the big final episode. I'm going to post pictures on social media, by the way. So we were in this, like, the outdoor area, which also at the same prison, the movie Out of Sight was filmed. Steven Soderbergh, Mm. one of my favorites. That is another one of my favorite movies. Uh, What's that one with Will... Smith, where he is a superhero, starts with an H. Hitch? Hitch. Is that where he's a superhero? I don't know. Harper, something like that. Anyway, you guys know. Who knows stuff (laughs) we don't? Because we don't know a lot sometimes when you're on the spot. Anyway, it's that outdoor workyard area where people bench press in a prison. Mm. And there I was all alone. We got there early with Fred Armisen. So it was one of those standing with Fred Armisen moments where I was like, hey, 
And I dorked out a little. He is one of my favorite comedians as far as just he's, really super funny people. He's best known for Saturday Night Live. Is that where he got his start? And yeah. And Portlandia. Portlandia. And he's just fucking funny. Oh, he so funny. had some of the first memes, like he went into a tap class and <laughs> and anyway. Oh, a laugh laugh. Tap class? Tap dance oh, class. Oh, okay, okay. And uh, like he was one of those first people that brought the live video camera in and started doing just man on the street stuff and putting it online. Which I just I think it. how they started Portlandia. Like oh. they were doing funny weird skits that he and Carrie would just put on the internet. Nice. can't remember her last name, so I just called her Carrie. You know who I'm talking about. <laughs> From Slater Kinney, Brownstone. Um, we're standing outside in this prison yard. I did not know what to say. He's dressed in his prison jumpsuit. And I was like, I did the dumb thing that was like, you're so awesome. You're one of my favorite comedians. I just think you're amazing. And he was like, really nice. Like, yeah. I was, And then I realized what I was doing, which was dorking out a little bit. And you're not supposed to. And, you know. Do they tell you be... not to talk to the stars? Or no, is it nobody just tells thing? you. It's just kind of mm-hmm. a known, like, you don't. You can always do it, but you want to have something to say other than, I like you. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what I did because I do like him so much. And then I quickly caught myself being a weirdo and was like, you know, I'm like, I would put you on the level, like, something stupid where I was like, I just met Chris Elliott recently because that was on the same show yeah, yeah. And I, go, I go yeah you're like you guys are my favorites as far as just he's like oh yeah chris oh i got a, I wrote him a letter he hasn't written me back yet oh. and then i realized i was kind of like oh what do you say now oh no <laughs> i used my one thing to get off of like dorking out on him uh-huh. like, oh chris elliott we'll talk about something else for a second and then i was just staring at him and suddenly my glasses broke <laughs> Like the, just for no reason, the, uh, I think they were taped or pro- there's always some problem with my glasses. And so the whole arm came off. So just, it, they went down one side of my face and I was like, oh, and then I quick tried to hold them and then they fell off and landed on the ground. And then we both went down to pick them up. It was like that, oh, oh, bump heads moment. And then I was like, oh, yeah, these glasses, you know. And then uh, didn't have anything. And then he was like, yeah, well, I go, yeah, I've got, I I always have pairs that I just buy ones from the dollar store because I either sit on them or things like this happen. And he was like, yeah, glasses. (laughs) He's like, well, you can have a bunch and then you can keep sitting on them. And I was like, oh. And then luckily someone else walked up. Oh, my God. That was not a good story at all. By the bell. I love it, though, that your glasses just spontaneously 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 popped off. off. Like, of course. And you told me that because I have glasses that your dog ate and I just taped them back together. You have always, like, you're the the quick fixer of things. Yeah. There's always tape or glue. Because glasses, you know, you always have to. Wire. I don't mind getting new glasses, but then the ones that work fine, you just reconfigure. Well, and, and he's they look a, extra cool. He's right? a glasses guy, so he should understand. Now, do you call those yeah. the armisons of your glasses that broke? Uh, uh, my armison broke. Yeah, off. like that. That's very funny, John. Dad Good jokes job. for days. You're welcome. Good job. Okay, number two on the list. I like that celebrity story. Okay, number two, Seal. I'm going to do this one. This one is yeah, very much finally. a celebrity story that goes nowhere. I was in Mammoth Mountain with my, no, where was I? No, Tahoe. Back in the day, uh, I think we went skiing, a big group of us. We went to the local Vons to get supplies, uh, grocery items. Mm-hmm. I was in the in the granola bar aisle. Does mm-hmm. it have its own aisle section? Yeah. And I saw Seal there. And he had just won a Grammy for Kiss from a Rose, whatever that song is. How about a kiss of love? That's it. Exactly yeah. like that. And he was wearing snowboard clothes and a big mm. puffy jacket. And he was really studying the ingredients of each granola bar. And I went up to him and I said, congratulations on your win. And he said, thank you. And that's it. Wow. Isn't that great? Celebrity Joe. stories that go nowhere. Ding. <laughs> that really went nowhere but... You know, you're nice to say that. Well, you know, 
given the opportunity. It doesn't always have to go somewhere, right? It could just go to the granola aisle. It could. I could have, I could have, you know, dropped a granola bar and talked about granola bars and we could have fumbled over the dropped one and. But then you would have been like Armisen and me and, and the poor guy. All he wanted to do was get away from me. It's awful. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. Oh, God. I love it. You did the you did the right thing. You did Thank it. You. And you dropped it and left. I was just a true fangirl. Quick, quick in and out. All right. And uh, oh, do you have a list? I'm yes, sorry. I do. We have a list and a time limit here. All right, number three. Yeah, I love my list. Dan Waters. Now, you had to explain to me oh. again who Dan Waters was because I forgot. But go ahead. Tell the story. Well, you could tell the story, too. I've, I mean, uh, Dan Waters is the writer of Batman 2. Oh, my God. My favorite movie of all times when I was young. Heathers. Heathers. So he wrote Heathers. He wrote many more. But, um, oh, Hawk, Hawkeye Down. Don't ever talk to me about <laughs> my brain. <laughs> Is always squishy. Here, I'll now, Joe, mm. Daniel Waters is a friend of a friend. I don't want to shout out names or can I? Doug yeah. Hilton. No, it's Doug okay. Doug yeah. yeah. They're super sweet, lovely people that have invited me over to some dinner parties and uh, they're friends with him. And so we've gone to like five or six sit down dinners and I love, he's hilarious. I love this guy. Yeah. So, and then I took, my friend Blake to one of the dinners. You came to one too. Yeah, I was at one too. Do you have a story? I just remember talking about the art on the walls. We did a little house tour and Mm -hmm. uh, I don't remember much else. I think we talked more with the writer for um, The Unicorn. Weren't we all oh, yeah. Okay, but we were, okay, here's what you probably forget, because yeah. you were so drunk. No, I was not. I I'm don't kidding. know anybody in the film industry. I'm just But like, I remember, as, okay, we're on that street. I'm not going to name the name of the street, except that it's uh, got a lot of famous people on it. And mm-hmm. we were standing on the balcony, and then someone, I think Dan, was pointing out that Flea used to live in the house across the street. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't say the other one. Yeah, because. all the people up and down the street. It was just like, oh, yeah. Pink was in the house at the corner. Um, Gwen Stefani lived at the one house that Warren and I went to her house to her party. So oh, then funny. she has moved. She since moved. Okay. That was her first little little hussy into probably a four or five million dollar house. Right. And oh then moved into Jayla's place. Oh, my and God. And then we went to a party at that house. And that was very huge and on the hill. Wow. Yeah, these places are neat, too. They're carved in. They have these cool backyards with multiple levels and all hilly and and old. It, it was like old Hollywood, too. They were naming some of the original uh, owners, and they were all the old-time actors and stuff. Yeah, it's cool. It was neat. Yeah. That, that was Los Feliz Hills. Right. And, uh, right by the Greek theater and all that. Yeah. So that story didn't really go anywhere, except that we got to talk to well, him. But you're but still ongoing friends that, with those guys, so it may go somewhere. But I love, okay, but this is the moment that I want to tell you. He was like, oh, I go, does Flea still live there? Because it was across the street. And he goes, yeah, I used to live right in that house up there. And uh, I think he had a couple he had a couple drinks. <laughs> and uh, he goes, I don't know. And it was probably like 10 p.m. And he was like, Flea! <laughs> and he started yelling. He was just kidding, but he's just hilarious. <laughs> he was like, Flea! <laughs> and the whole it was like the loud loud and uh do you remember this i don't where was i i think i got talking about being a soccer mom and i was talking to another oh, soccer dad Jill. who ended up You're being so like cute. the head of a film like uh mogul what company was it anyway yeah, yeah. i was in a huge conversation hulu probably soccer well yeah. there's that but there's something else it was like the one of the heads of something big and later you told me you're like do you know what he does i'm like no i have no idea you're like that's so funny because you're just talking like anyone i'm like oh "Oh, yeah you're the best because i'm like oh fuck here i don't want this to sound like a pitch but yeah and then you're just like you're having fun it's like bringing mom to a hollywood party right i'm just the mom person she said that about dad because dad went he was in that dynasty quest don't ask me Anything, Falcon Crest or Dynasty, but they went to the Lorimar party. And it might have also been because he was in um, uh, Willow. Willow. 
because Val Kilmer yeah, was there. Oh, Val Kilmer was there. So mom, I guess dad was really nervous to talk to all the stars and do, you know, mm-hmm. Val Kilmer and Scott Bayo was there and mom played tennis with Val and hung out with Scott Bayo. They were buddies and yeah. Uh, so it's funny. And she wasn't threatening feels... and they all talked to her and hung out with her and then dad got all mad because choice, do you know who that was? And she was like, nope. Yeah. So yeah. Like, I have no idea. I, which is probably the best thing for these poor actors that get harassed about in the granola aisle, you know, <laughs> in the prison yard. <laughs> it's got to anyway. be exhausting, yeah, to always be attacked. It's just nice to talk to normal people who don't know you. Right, exactly. Okay. Um, I feel that way often, by the way. Go ahead. Number four on our list here, Cuba Gooding Jr. This was when I was traveling with a marketing team for a biotech company and Pfizer, and we were all hanging out together at a bar and eating some snack foods. And at the table next to us, I think we're in Atlanta, uh, was Cuba Gooding Jr. And so we went over to him. One of us, it might have been me, got elected. And I said, hi, can we take a picture with you? And he's like, after I'm done eating, he was kind of, he was nice, but he was kind of put off. Like, we're like, oh, okay. So then the whole time we're sitting there eating, watching him eat. And then when we can tell he's done, he kind of gave us like a head nod when he started to stand up. So we all get together. And the big head of marketing, he was like, nice guy, but big Ophi guy, took the camera, and we all got around Cuba Gooding Jr., and we're smiling, we're trying to be cool, but then right when he's about to take the picture, the marketing guy goes, okay, show me the money. Oh, no! Click, and it was so embarrassing. Here we were cool, and then we said the one thing the guy probably hates more than anything in the world. And he thought yeah. he was so original. This marketing guy thought he was so funny. Everyone does. It was awful. But you know, yeah. it's uh, what they got paid $20 million for. I know, so I, I know. What, you suck it up a little cubes. Yeah. <laughs> cubes. And then he did snow dogs and whatever. <laughs> yeah. No. All right. So that's mine. All right. Number five on the list, Kristen Stewart. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. This is absolutely a story that... <laughs> Why are you asking me Kristen Stewart? Because I know they're quick stories, but you, you oh, met okay. Kristen Stewart. Oh, so I'm supposed to make them quick also. See, I try to stretch them out and make uh, them more interesting. Mm-hmm. I worked on the hit movie The Runaways. I say it's it. Mm-hmm. It probably was. Uh, Kristen Stewart was in it. She played Joan Jett. I also, uh, there was, I'm giving you more celebrity names, Dakota Fanning played mm. Cherry Jones. All of the band, The Runaways. Do you guys know who that is? I hope so. Joan Jett's original band, right? They sang the hit song, Cherry Bomb, which most people know. If you don't, look it up, kids. Yeah, I like that movie. Come on. I watched it in honor of you because I knew you worked on it. And Michael Shannon was in there, which actually has more interesting stories. But I'll tell the Kristen Stewart elevator story. Mm -hmm. We were in an elevator together. about as far as it goes and you didn't you say anything i said hey and she looked down at her feet that was the story i told you not to ask me kristen stewart's story i mean i have other ones we were on that movie the whole time but there was like a but yeah that's all right that's good it. she was very to herself she was mm-hmm. very look at the groundy and very in her character and kind of like off to she reminded me of nev campbell and scream was kind of the same way where they're kind of but she was much more mm. like uh didn't talk to a lot of people or right shenanigans got it got it all right well good that was um definitely went nowhere i like it yeah yeah now one that has a little more meat keanu mm-hmm. reeves oh joe don't what? make me do this why Keanu Reeves is a lovely human being. <laughs> All these lovely human beings. He's, I especially like him. He is a very cool and genuine, nice fellow. We used to go play poker at his house, and my ex was a poker guy and friends with... <laughs> okay, I'm going to make it short. We Sorry, played no. Texas Hold'em. Uh-huh. Oh. I was, I was gonna make a dumb dad joke about poker in the front. Liquor oh, boy. Dumb. Don't let me talk. Go ahead. He was a real poker. Um, <laughs> we would go to his house. He lives, uh, okay, here's a couple stories. I'll give you two stories with him. Quickies. Okay. We were playing Texas Hold'em. I drank a lot. 
This happens sometimes, especially when I have a lot of nerves. And I often have nerves at new people's houses, especially sometimes maybe Keanu Reeves. But I had met him a few times. He's a nice guy. He would see me and give me a hug. What's that called? He's a real human. Is he good I've seen at Jack hugger? Black 500 times, and he doesn't remember me. Um, <laughs> that is, yeah, he's a very nice hugger, a very gentle spirit. Mm-hmm. We would go to his house, and I remember that he was just always kind of soft-spoken. He got knocked out of the rounds early mm-hmm. a few of the times. of the, And then he would just, like, he was just bringing people towels and making sure everyone was happy and kind of soft-spoken. And I drank a little bit. I remember going into his front room which was full of records mm. and I was just like in there looking at the records and then he came in and I was like okay I go can I do and I was a little drunky drunk so <laughs> I get like weird and I was like all right I am going to use my psychic abilities <laughs> and I go I'm going to really tap into it right now will you do this with me and he was like sure said, okay I um I go pull down any record from and there were thousands like a whole room it was a big 40 by 20 room mm-hmm. full of wall to ceiling records wow and then and then they were in he like pulled down a box hmm. and i go okay now i'm going to reach my hand in and i'm going to guess or no i made i said i made him can yeah, do it <laughs> I made it. I told him to grab a record and put it behind his back. And I closed my eyes and I said, it's Spinal Tap. No. I pulled it out and it was Spinal Tap. (gasps) I have no idea how I did that. He was like, like, how the fuck did you do that? What was it? And I was like, psychic. And I was like, kind of drunk, cocky, like, bah ha ha. (laughs) Not in a a, like smarmy, like pickup-y way, but just more like... Yeah. Oh. And, uh, but I still, I believe that maybe if you let it go in this weird way, because this has happened before, yeah. everybody's got psychic abilities. Why are you tooting over there? I'm not. It's my chair. Can you hear that? Sorry. Oh. It's all right. You could have cut that out. I could have <laughs> not stopped talking. <laughs> anyway, he's he was, so that was cool, but that that's like making me sound cool. But that was a nice moment that it, he was very impressed. By that's this. good. Yeah. Did you do it I again? Did you do a second Never. record? Just one? One and done? Never. Yeah. No, because you got to run away quick. It's like <laughs> winning a <laughs> big <laughs> hand. <laughs> I'm like, see ya. Yeah. I'm like, wow. never do that again. I think it could have been luck. It could, I, but that was pretty amazing. That's that cool. Was weird. That's so How cool. would you know? And I really honestly didn't see it. I didn't. It was just crazy. Yeah. So. I and then love other it. quick story is this was probably the same night because I was a little drunky. Like I said, I'm going to go swim in your pool. Is that fine? He said, no problem. Go and sweet, sweet, sweet. Here's a towel. And everybody else was playing poker. I went outside and it was an infinity pool and it looks over the Hollywood. Mm. You know, it's in the Hollywood Hills. It looks over the whole thing. It's like, this will be nice just to sit. And I did it in my bra and underwear. (laughs) No problems there. But nobody saw me because everybody was very engaged in poker. I figured I could get away with it. And it was super dark back there. It was no big deal. Were you secretly hoping you'd have a little Keanu moment? No. No, I was with my boyfriend. Yeah. was very loyal. Yeah. Um. But I did, so I'm doing the infinity, I'm doing laps, and I look up, I hear, like, yeah, people came out on the balcony of the house next door, and they were like, yeah, all right, to each other. They didn't see me, and I just kind of stayed quiet and stayed in the corner of the thing. So Uh I was like, hey, I'm in my skivvies. (laughs) And uh, I look up, and it's Leonardo DiCaprio (gasps) with his bros. What? Like a bunch of brothers, yeah. They live <laughs> next like, door, or he lives. So next he door? lives next door, DiCaprio. Yeah. No. I'm like, how does that work? Keanu, come. Do you have any butter to borrow? Uh, borrow <laughs> some sugar from DiCaprio. Yeah. <gasps> wow. Isn't that funny? I know. I wonder if he still lives there. Are they? Have they moved? You don't know. I am sure they have four houses. You know, this is yeah. their L.A. workhouse. Wow. But, Weens, you are rubbing elbows and wet bras. Wet bras, yeah. Did Keanu hang out by the pool? Did he see you swimming? No. If he brought you a towel? I was by myself. Oh, okay. No, he gave it to me beforehand. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I don't think I would have shown those grands, the old (laughs) striped grands. No, you've got them hiked up. It's good. It's it's good stuff. Back then, maybe I had a little better figure. Oh, Uh, my. Okay, next. You tell the story, please, for the love of. No, I love it. That's great. 
Um, okay, I'll do my Stevie Wonder story, which was I was in a bar in New Orleans. We had gone to Jazz Fest, but it got rained out and we were all disappointed, but we still went out. This is with my girlfriends a few years ago. And we we're having a drink and a snack again. All these snacks. And snacks. there was a hubbub. And we looked through the window and in the courtyard, how was this? The restaurant was attached to a little, another bar that was more like a stagey place. And we looked in, Stevie Wonder had a pop-up concert right next door. And uh, you could kind of hear it murmur, murmur songs through the window. So that was kind of cool. So we peeked over, we could see him sitting there singing on the stage. And Mm. it was like, wow, but we couldn't get in. It was like, you had to have a ticket or I don't know how they did anyway we were already committed to sitting at the bar so we sat back down chomp chomp munch munch and then the music stopped next door and then there was a little flurry of activity at the front of our restaurant and Stevie was coming into our little bar area with his handlers all around him a little group and uh, walked past our table to go to the bathroom, which is what we were sitting next to. And so when he walked by, I go, Stevie. And he was like, hey, or something like that, right? Like a little higher hey. And it was like, wow. So then he was tinkling, tinkling. I could tell through the wall. He was in there with his friends tinkling. (laughs) No, I didn't listen, but I can imagine that's what was happening. But the whole time, all I was thinking was, oh, I have to get his attention again. What what else can I do? And then when he walked back by with his handlers again on his way back out, I sang, signed, sealed, and delivered. I'm yours. And he was like, yeah, mama, or something like that. And continued walking. So I got a hey and a yeah, mama from Stevie. Oh, what a sweet guy. He probably was smiling and he's just a good spirit right yeah yeah it definitely seemed like that so that was so uh, you you pulled a little show me the money i'll give you you were I like know. Uh, but that's okay it was I a little know. cooler and it was a little like you were super fanning and i'm sure that he appreciated it very much i went with one of the older songs i didn't want to do you know any of the paul mccartney duos nothing like that no, no. so i went cool old uh, i so. think that's sweet joe thanks all right that was mine um, okay, we have on your list uh, Jermaine Clement and oh. then Michael Shannon you mentioned. so. Oh, I did? Oh, well, I just mentioned him again and it wasn't. Let's, can we stop there with the celebrity stories and oh, we'll yes. save some for later? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, good. We're out okay. of time with that, but those were wonderful. Thank you, Weens, for being we'll so. We'll save some of these great <laughs> celebrity stories. Celebratory. And I can't say the dirt stuff. Like, I could say the fun, like, you can't say the. Kristen Stewart dirt on the, you know, know, you can unless it's already out there, which I don't know if, I mean, you know what I mean. Yeah, you don't want to go there. That's not your character to be gossipy and the whole thing. So that's fine. I know. I try to bring it out in you because I'm ridiculous that way. I'm sorry. No, it's not ridiculous. But I'm not in the world. You are, so you get it more. So I won't go there either. So there, you're making me better. That's my New Year's resolution. Yay! Okay, the last top 10 list that we are going to give you guys is famous laughs. All right? Mm. Okay, do you have your email pulled up? Yes. Okay, we're going to go to number one. Do you see it? Not yet. Hold on. In blue? Oh, yeah. Got it? Yeah. Are we pushing at the same time? Yeah, number one. Ready? Mm-hmm. One, two, three. <laughs> okay, so... Should we do this as a guess who that was or no? Sure. Yeah? All right. Guess who that was, everybody. Um, We could even give away a prize. Should we give away a t-shirt? For whoever gets the most. Yeah. Whoever gets the most correct in the laugh area here gets a prize sent to them. We'll be in touch with you. Okay. Ready? Number two. I think this will be pretty easy. Ready? One, two, three. No! <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> I love that one. Cute. That one reminds me of our... Well, sh- I don't want to give any hints. Should we give hints? No. No. Okay. All right. That was number two. All right. Here comes number three. Mm-hmm. One, two, three. Uh, the, I love these. All right, number four. Ready? Mm-hmm. Click. This is super easy, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. One, two, three. <laughs> 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 Okay. Uh, all right, number six, ready? One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> stupid, okay. <laughs> all right, that's a classic. Okay, this one, I don't know. Well, let's just put it out there. I didn't know this one, but now I do. You ready? Okay. Okay. One, two, three, click. Oh my god. I love that one. All right, next, next. is another classic. Okay, ready? One, two, three. <laughs> She's classic, though. This is a classic one. <laughs> okay, this one was different. I didn't expect this one, but it was kind of cute. Okay, so ready? This is number nine. Mm-hmm. Okay, one, two, three. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> yes. Yay. All right, this one. That person's also a lunatic. (laughs) That one is also going to be, I have the best meme to go with that. Remember, I just sent it to you. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay. All right, and the last one, this is a gimme. Everybody's going to know this one. Ready? One, two, three. husband can do that one i think we have him somewhere doing that i could pop that in Ooh. <laughs> <Dumb>. <laughs> all right so that was our little contest of famous laughs top 10 please send us your answers at mouseandweens.com weens uh-huh. we are so out of time we did it again Wow, we went over. Hey! Yes, we did. A hundred minutes. Just kidding. This is a hundredth episode. A hundredth episode. A hundredth, a hundredth, a hundredth episode, folks. Hope yes. you enjoyed it. Yay. Oh, and we have a huge list of shout outs that we just want to tell all of the guests that we've had in the past. Um, a big thank you for being on our show. And we hope to have lots more. Do you want to read this with me? Uh, you just bang them out as fast as possible. Really? Like that guy, remember that fast talking guy and all the... Where's the beef commercials in the 80s? Remember that guy? Oh, my God. All right, I'll try. Ready? Yeah. Allison Arngrim, Angela Moore, Michelle Harper, W. Earl Brown, Chris Fairbanks, Chris Taylor, Wayne Fetterman, Ahmed Hassan, all the police officers, Patty Negri, Angelo, Scrope Bandini, Laura Haver, Craig Abel, Champion, Jules Hannaford, Paul Shaw, Moxie Labouche, 
Tony Gleason, Bill Fuqua, Brian Palowski, Chris Osmondson, Joyce Carter, Cowboy Denny, Jen Campbell-Martin, Bachata Jen, Zoe Shaw, Carla, Kari, Daphne, Stephanie, Toby, Elliot, Charlotte, and Sam. Thank you guys Woo! for being on the show. Woo-hoo! We look forward to That's lots awesome. more episodes. And thank you, everybody, for listening all these all these years. It's been thank great. Thank you, everybody. We do love you, and we hope that you do check us out on all the social media at Mouse and Weens. We have a Patreon page, patreon.com backslash Mouse and Weens. And there you get all the bonus features, no advertisements, um, special messages, swag, all sorts of good stuff. Anything else, Weens? No, I just want to say thanks, everyone. It's been a pleasure. It has. We've had so much fun. And we're planning on more. It'll be good. Woohoo! All right. We will see you next time. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. This was a podcast of the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com.